This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. All right, Mr. Keller, before the pandemic, it seemed that maybe we all thought different parts of the world were all on their own. Like the Russians got a dictator. Who cares? Sudan's in the civil war. Good luck with that. Then comes the coronavirus. And we realize that if there's a flu that kills people in China, we're all in this together, which brings us to our quote today from a lovely Italian physicist named Carlo Rivelli. He wrote a tiny little book called The Seven Brief Lessons on Physics. And he says, we are all made of the same stardust of which all things are made. And when we are all immersed, immersed that is, in suffering, or when we are all experiencing intense joy, we are being nothing other than what we can help to be a part of the world. So have you ever heard this term, we come from stardust? Did, had that, did that ever mean anything to you? Uh, I've never really heard the term stardust. It kind of makes me think of the people that recharge their crystals with the moonlight, but <laughs> um, uh, not really stardust. Uh, ashes to ashes and dust unto dust. I've heard that, which I think it's it's kind of a, a astrological take on on the Christian-based theory. I've been reading this amazing book. It's called The Short History of Nearly Everything. Let me just give you like 40-second version of this. In three minutes after the Big Bang, 98% of all matter that ever existed came into existence. It's three minutes, big bang, 98% of matter. Matter is basically atoms. Atoms are the building block for existence. Put atoms together, you get molecules like two atoms, two hydrogen atoms, two one oxygen atom, you get yeah. water. Atoms never die. They actually don't know how long atoms exist, but statistically speaking, it's so long that atoms never exist. So they basically just reincarnate reincarnate themselves they go obviously from a planet i mean a, a star through mm -hmm. the universe to our planet maybe through a leaf maybe through shakespeare himself maybe through a teepee and then they become part of you so essentially science says we are really all made from stardust and we are all kind of interconnected i have a few things to say i would be remiss not to point out atoms are made up of protons electrons and neutrons well we could go smarter than that and, and by the way if you want to go we can go into quarks too but yes I also want to point out that I love that you boiled a short book down to something even shorter. <laughs> um, I like this. We've kind of been dealing with this. I mean, the other day we talked about Morpheus. What is real? If we're just stardust, do we like what matters? I mean, it kind of sounds like with the stardust thing, there is some version of reincarnation, like I, which is, is that Hindu? What, I don't know what religion has has the reincarnation, but like if you aren't doing well in this life, you're going to come back as a sewer rat, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, what do you think about that? Like, is that, what, what's the point if we're all just stardust? Well, I, I think the point to me is, <clears throat> and I've heard that term before, I'd heard multiple people say, and I was like, how in the world are we, how do we come from stardust? That makes like zero sense. But if you break it down to atoms and molecules, it really makes sense, according to science, that we are all part of the same. And it's like, you know, those people do those DNA tests where they're like, oh, I'm from a tribe in Germany. And you're like, well, how do they figure that out? Right. There's like a lineage. You can tell through molecules that we all kind of came from somewhere and essentially, ultimately, the stars. 
I know that seems weird, but science says it's true. Yeah, I mean, that genealogy 23andMe thing is pretty cool. You have these genetic markers, which kind of, you can look back. For me, I like this quote, and I think it's interesting, but I feel like I take a couple minutes, I think about it, I'm like, all right, got it. And I have to move on with my day because I could get wrapped up in this and be like, well, what's the point if I am stardust and I'm going to go back and to be into nothing? Like it makes being productive throughout my day difficult. So what's the balance between being like, well, this is interesting and I have to file my taxes. Um, so I'll follow your question up with a question. Ooh. So how much does someone else's pain or joy, how does that affect you? Like on the macro and the minor, like a friend of yours is in pain. How do you deeply do you feel that pain with them or if a community a church a team whatever it is how much do you feel a part of that too and i'm asking you not in the big we but the you specifically i think it depends um but it did make me think i i see the i see how this quote applies to that like we are all connected it, as you intro to us it's like there's genocide happening how much does that affect me versus how much does uh, my brother breaking his leg affect me like th those are going to be different but like should it be different because we're all the same or how much should I hate someone on the other side of the political aisle than me maybe maybe they're not that different like we are all the same people and uh, even sewer rats we're all made from the same stardust you know, I, I was totally thinking of that perspective of you see these people rushing the Capitol and maybe that makes your blood boil. And you're like, well, that's not me. I'm not some Southern crazy person from Arkansas. But if you take into the context of that, we all come from the same stardust, they are part of me. Now, America's a little different because we're all kind of from all over to begin with. Right. But it does help you build a connection to those people that you don't think you represent you at all. The weird thing with the storm in the Capitol is I played football with a guy who got he he live streamed it he was at the capitol he got tear gas he's a lawyer <laughs> he lost his job there was all sorts of hate getting thrown at him he got off of facebook whether people should have been mean to him or not like i have a different connection to him like i played football with him we have a shared difficult experience huh. and that shouldn't be the only thing we have the same stardust and so like it's weird i look at I thought about the whole thing differently being like, Oh, I know someone that did that versus, Oh, that's just a bunch of crazies. It's mm -hmm. easy to just d dismiss, be like, Oh, they don't have anything to do with me. They're from the South or they're from the West coast or they're from the Northeast. Like they don't know they're crazy, but you can, even if it's on the, the micro level, you can find a connection with everything. And I, I love how you said that. And it's true because I, <clears throat> I hear these QAnon people and I'm like, you guys are insane. Like, you're you're not even a human being. You're like, I don't even know what you're doing. Um, but there's got there's a connection of humanity, but there's also a connection of America. And you, if you look at it and go, like, what happened? Like, why are people in the, I'm saying the South, so disenfranchised with government that they would rather that storm the Capitol? It's because their systems have been interrupted. There's no more manufacturing jobs. They feel left alone. They feel like nobody cares for them. So much so that they were like, I don't care if they get me on camera and I get arrested for rush of the Capitol. Yeah, I think my takeaway from what we're talking about today is be a little bit slower to judge. Oh, so I was telling that story about the guy I played football with. One of my other friends is from Texas. And our third friend was like, oh, I wish I had some crazy people in my Facebook feed to like fill these things. I was like, you're from Seattle, dude. You have Chaz and Chop like there are. He's like, oh, yeah. 
And so it's very quick to like, I'm from Texas. You can throw, be like, oh, crazy to live in Texas. And I, I can say the same thing. And maybe I need to step off the gas a little bit. I used to think because of our shared humanity, like the great movie Independence Day, that if aliens came to take over the world, humanity would band together to fight off the aliens because we, I suppose aliens have our same stardust too. So I don't know how, I don't right. know where that goes. I used to think that we would all band together because we shared the same stardust. However, I've recently come to believe because of this pandemic, all you hear about is we're making the vaccine for America. We're making, like, it's not, we're not all in this together. We're like, we're all in this so that America gets a vaccine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, early on, Russia was given the vaccine and we were like, oh, you're crazy. You can't be doing that. <laughs> when you think of Independence Day, what's the first thing? Wait, no. Was it Independence Day? I Did think you... that was the Will Smith vehicle. That was the Will Smith. What was the Ben Affleck one? He was in a, a oh, Armageddon? Armageddon. When you say, I thought of the the um, animal crackers. I think of animal crackers when I think of Armageddon. Listen, I, I know you're an actor and you're in the business and you don't want to get blackballed, but any Bruckheimer vehicle is really not worth the salt that Ooh, you shake it on. That's not true. Terminator? Not Terminator. Um, <laughs> what's the one that the cars turn into robots? iRobot? No! They did the series Bumblebee. Oh, Transformers? Anyway. Transformers. Those movies are horrible. Well, all right. I, listen, I will say this. My stardust is not connected to Bruckheimer's. Let me just, I'm going to go on the record and say that. I'm that fully guy's crazy. Crystal Kool-Aid. That guy's kooky. Well, if you want to be in an action-packed movie, please reach out. You can find <laughs> us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Michael Bay saying thanks for stopping by. <laughs> See you next